Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. I do want to encourage you, if you've not already, to check out my wife's business at Ashira Clips. That's lilarose.biz, L-I-L-L-A-Rose.biz, slash Ashira, A-S-H-I-R-A. And there you'll find a wide variety of different headbands, hair clips, and hair pins to suit a wide variety of different tastes as well as hair sizes. So check that out, lilarose.biz slash Ashura. Well, now it is time for this week's episode of Philo Vance. The original air date, March the 21st of 1950, and the title is The Jackpot Murder Case. you decided to come along with me, Dan. Thanks for asking me. Isn't every private investigator who is taken out on a case by the district attorney? You aren't every private investigator, Dan. Oh, well, thank you, Margaret. Right now, I wish I were an Indian guide. Oh? <laughs> I think this is the spot where I'm supposed to meet Weeping Willie. But I'll have to get out and make sure. Weeping Willie. Gangster nicknames are very descriptive, aren't they? Definitely. Only Willie isn't a gangster. He's what the highly literate newspapers refer to as an informer. The police call a stool pigeon. Oh. He insisted to me on the phone this afternoon that he knows who killed Al Laporte yesterday and would tell me if I met him here alone. You're not very complimentary. We meant I wasn't to bring Sergeant Heath or any policeman for that matter. Uh-huh. I can't tell you why because I don't know. I do know I don't relish going out in this rain. There's supposed to be a shack of some kind out here? No, Willie said. Hmm. I'll use the spotlight on this side of the car. Perhaps I can pick it out. There we are. Hmm, not over in that direction. No. Not over... There it is, Markham. Yep. They're practically parked on the threshold. Right. We'll make a run for it. Ready? Yes, let's go. Come on, Markham. Right you are, man. Uh, uh. Phew. Did you get very wet, Vance? Not too. Let's go in and see your friend, Weeping Willie, Markham. Good enough. Of course, if he does know who killed Al Laporte yesterday, this trip will have been worthwhile. No question about that. Laporte was in a racket, slot machines, but he was murdered. Hmm. Yeah. Wonder why Willie doesn't answer. Suppose we find out. Markham. Yes, I see the body, Vance. A knife in his back. Yeah. That's Willie, all right. He had an appointment with us, but somebody got to him first. Somebody and something named murder. Slug me, Sam. I beg your pardon, boss. I said slug me. Give me a slug. I want to play the slot machine. Oh, well, that's different. I gathered quite a different meaning at first. You and your gathering. If you didn't know so many words, you wouldn't find it so tough to understand the ones I use. Give me a slug. <laughs> 
certainly, sir. Here you are. Mm -hmm. Plum, apple, lemon. Good, good. Yes, it should be good. I fixed the machine myself. That's okay, Sam. You did good. Thank you. Almost as good as I did with Weepin' Willie up in his shack. <laughs> I'd say that was quite an achievement, Dave. You would say. So if you'd say it, say it. What are you waiting for, to sing your prom? <laughs> slug me. You want another slug? You and your education. Yeah, I want another slug. Did I say that plain enough? Yes, Dave, you did. You did. There you are. But um, may I ask what you're trying to do? May I ask? May I ask? Yes, didn't you? I'm testing this slot machine. <laughs> if it works like you say, and if the other's a gimmick as good as this one, we go in business tomorrow. Yep, with no competition and nobody to identify us. No competition because I knocked off Al Laporte yesterday. Number one. And nobody to finger it because I took care of Weepin' Willie tonight. <laughs> Two. You know, you got words, but I got ideas. So? When the cops find that knife in Willie, are they going to be surprised? <laughs> Give me the slug, will you? How many times do I have to ask? Yeah. Thanks. Well, uh, what's the surprise the police are going to get? I like you. You'll be surprised, too, when you find out. Let's see. Bar, bar. <laughs> the jackpot. Why, you stupid... Gimmick the machine, oh, did you? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Get up. I didn't hurt you. Just cut you up a little. Go on, get up. Use some of them words of yours to help you. I don't think you should have done that, Dave. Oh, you don't. No. I put two slugs in a machine and right away it pays off. How long do you think we'd be in business if you don't gimmick it better than that? Now fix this machine. Fix all the machines in the back by tonight. Fix them so they don't pay off better than 10% or I'll fix you. For good. How bad does it hurt, Sam? Oh, not too bad, Millie. Yeah. Whatever you put on the cuts took most of the pain away. Oh, I'm glad. Now, tell me what happened. Why'd the boss clip you, Sam? Tell me. Well, I fixed one of his slot machines. Yeah? He tried it out, but I guess I didn't file down the notches on the last bar far enough. It caught, and the three bars came up. Oh, the jackpot. Yes, the boss hit the jackpot and my jaw practically at the same time. Oh. He hits very hard, Millie. That ring he wears doesn't help any. Yes, I know. Dave hits very hard, and that ring he wears cuts. That's why he wears it. But he shouldn't have hit you. Yes, I was thinking that, too. Yeah. Millie, um, <clears throat> how uh, long have you been with Dave? Been with him? Yeah. Oh, that's hard to say. I I guess I've hung around him for 10, maybe 15 years. It just seems like always. It's a difference how many years make up always. Are you um, still fond of him? No. Well, I know he hits you. I've seen him. You can't still be fond of him. What are you driving at, kid? Well, he shouldn't have hit me, Millie. I... Don't think he knows that, and I think I'm going to convince him. Now, hand me that telephone. Who are you going to call? The district attorney. Good boy. Wait a minute. I'll look up the number for you. Here's the book. Oh, thank you, Millie. Thank you. He shouldn't have hit me. I wouldn't do this if he hadn't hit me, Millie. You know that. Yeah, I got the number. I'll get it for you. No, you're doing the right thing, Sam. Believe me, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, well, I'll talk to him when you get him. Sure. Hello? Hello? Is the district attorney there? The district attorney? What are you talking about? Well, when do you expect him? Hey, look, this is Millie, ain't it? Yes. Well, what's all this about the DA? Somebody here wants to talk to the district attorney. Oh, I get it. Sam, huh? Yes, that's right. I get it. Look, you tell him the DA ain't in. Tell him not to call on the DA. 
Don't tell him the district attorney is coming to call on him. You see, Vance, there are certain cases that are out and out police cases. And I think these two murders belong in that category. I think I follow you, Markham. Al Laporte was a gangster. He was killed by another gangster. Weeping Willie was about to tell you the name of the killer and was murdered to prevent that. Exactly. Carrying this thing a little further, there was a knife in Willie's back. That knife had fingerprints on it. A pretty clear set of fingerprints. They were being checked right now in our files. And in a moment, we'll know who held the knife that killed Willie. That seems to me fine if we do, Markham. There's doubt in your mind? There's always doubt in my mind. Allow me to dispel that practically immediately. Hello, Kenton. Oh, hi, Dingy. Hello, Vance. Here, come in. After you, Vance. Thank you. Kenton, have you checked the fingerprints we found on the knife that killed Weeping Willie? Uh, yes, D.A., we did. The prints are very clear. You see, Vance, that's the cycle I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. We're sure that Willie knew who killed Al Laporte. Was going to tell us who killed Laporte when he was slain. D.A., you're sure that Laporte is dead? Sure. Uh-huh. Well, of course I'm sure. I identified his body myself while I was at the morgue. Uh, just wanted to know, that's all. Why, Kenton? Well, this is going to sound a little silly, but the... Fingerprints on the knife that killed Weeping Willie belonged to Al Laporte, who had been dead 24 hours at the time Willie was murdered. You want something, sir? Oh, no, thank you, Millie. These cuts don't look very pretty, but I'll just dry my face and go out for a walk. Are you sure the district attorney's office said he'd call back when he came in? Well, that's what they told me. Oh, that's a nice tie, Sam. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's a little bit loose. Can you fix it? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Right ahead. I like to fix it. There we are. That's better. Well, thank you, Millie. You're awful polite. I sure wish you were a big shot. I'd like to go for you. Somehow it's only the big shot I can go for, the guy on top. Well, that's not so very unusual. Many people have just... Ah! Who's home? Well, hello, Dave. Hello, boss. We didn't expect you to drop around. I know that. Well, um, how are the rest of those slot machines I fixed? Are they all right? I guess so. Sam, uh, I hear you and the D.A. are real pals. Is that right? Of course not. I hear different. You know what I do to guys that cross me, Sam? What is all this? Very simple, Sam. Funny me having to tell you what's simple. You and all those words, you know. But it still is simple. And what's so simple is that I can't let you go talking about me to any district attorney. Millie, you told him. Sure. What do you expect? Hey, now, 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 wait a minute, boss. I Millie wasn't told to... me, and Millie don't lie to me. No, 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 keep away from me. I was only fooling. I didn't mean to. You'll do... never tell anybody anything about me. Ever. Did you kill him, Dave? Did, did you kill him? Sure. He begged for it, didn't he? He tried to cross me. Nobody crosses me, Millie. Ever. Maybe you should remember that. Oh, don't worry about me, Dave. I'll never cross you as long as you stay on top. I'll be right at your side. <laughs> Sorry, Markham, only this is such an absurd theory of mine, I'd rather not discuss it further until we get to the morgue. We'll be there very shortly. What do you expect to find when we get there? A dead morgue keeper. 
What? That's right. Now, wait a minute, Vance. This is a little ridiculous. I know, but so is the finding of a dead man's fingerprints on a knife that killed Weeping Willie. This is a possible explanation. If the morgue keeper is dead, too, that's a possible explanation? Not for me. Let's wait until we get there and find whether I'm right or not. You don't have to wait any longer. Here we are. Oh, this Kenton of the homicide department outside the morgue door. Just a minute, Vance. Roll down your window, would you please? Certainly. Kenton? Kenton! Yeah, who is that? Oh, hello, Vance. Mr. Markham. Hello, Kenton. We just dropped... I uh, see you got the news, I think, eh? We've been trying to reach you. Mr. Markham hasn't been in his office. He's been with me. What news are you talking about? We came down to talk to the morgue keeper. <laughs> can do that all right. Well, I'm glad of that. That rather explodes your theory, Vance, doesn't it? I told you it was a pretty far-fetched idea I had. Yes, I know. The morgue keeper's in there, then, eh, Kenton? Oh, definitely. And it's perfectly all right for you to talk to him. Good. But if he answers you, that's news. He's been murdered. Murdered? He's as dead as any guy we ever had in that joint of his... This is District Attorney Markham. The murder case we started on has become three murder cases. The final Vance and I are sure all are related, and all were done by the same person. Our mall keeper is the latest murder victim, and Vance insists that his death explains how a dead man's fingerprints were on the knife that killed Weeping Willie, a stool pigeon, although he doesn't say how it died. Meanwhile, the murderer might be anyone, and he might be anyone. How do you do, sir? Uh, what can I do for you? Something I can show you? Stationery or perhaps a box of candy? Nice place you have here. Uh, yes, yes it is. Uh, perhaps you'd like to see some greeting cards now. I'd like to see up. the back room. The, What's in it? The back room? Yeah, the back room. You're going to have to keep the machines in the back room for a while. I'm afraid I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about slot machines. I don't have any... I'm sl- putting two slot machines in the back room of your store. But I... They'll bring customers in. They'll keep them here. They play the machine. It pays off 10% of what's put in. But... You and I split the profit. Crooked slot machines, I'm... I won't have crooked slot machines in my store. Maybe you'd rather have a crooked nose. Now, I could I... break yours with one crack. The machines will be moved in this afternoon. But I... Anything goes wrong with them, there's a card. Tell them where you can phone me so I can send a guy over to fix them. That okay with you? Well, I'm not sure. I don't... don't... You're hurting me. Come on, I you got all day. Is it okay with you? Do I really go to work on you? Now make up your mind. What time this afternoon will the machines be yet? <laughs> Hello, Philo Vance speaking. This is Markham. Well, hello. Vance, we've got another one. Murder? Yes, that makes four. And don't tell me you anticipated this one. On the contrary. But I imagine it's tied up with our case. We're pretty sure. It's a gangster named Sam. Excellent mechanic, as I understand it. And a slot machine expert. Mm -hmm. He'd been choked to death, and we found the body in an empty lot where it had obviously been thrown. Oh? There were marks on his face, Vance. He'd apparently been beaten up about 24 hours before his death. And whoever did the beating up wore a ring that did a lot of cutting. No idea as to who did it? Not. Any more than I have an idea how Al Laporte could have gotten off his slab in the morgue to kill Weeping Willie. He didn't, of course. I'll explain that some other time. Right now, I'm interested in grabbing our killer. Good. This is getting to be an epidemic. I know. Oh, uh, I can give you one little help, I think. What's that? I mentioned that this Sam was a slot machine expert. Yes, you did. Well, we had a call from a shopkeeper on Market Street who says that he's being forced to put in a couple of crooked slot machines this afternoon. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to send a man down there to protect him. No. No, Markham, don't do that. 
He's in no danger. I want to go down there. I have an idea how I can make a slot machine really pay off. The, uh, the man will be here any minute, sir. Any minute, I'm he sure. He better. I come in here, I play this slot machine, I hit the jackpot, and what happens? Nothing comes out. Yes, yes I know. I, I explained that to the man on the telephone. I'm awfully sorry about this. You see, I don't... I've only had these machines in this place for, for an hour or so, and, and I, I, I don't know very much about them. Well, whoever that guy is you sent for, he'd better get here right away. Oh, he will, I think. Well, it's that... tough enough to hit the jackpot on a thing like this. <laughs> yes. And then after I hit it, it don't pay off. Well, I'm sure what that... What kind it... of a racket are you running? No, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I assure you, everything will be taken care of. Well, All right, I'm so... here. What's the business? Uh, this gentleman here was playing the machine. He hit the jackpot, but nothing came out. And he said he'd go to the police. Oh, about... he did, huh? Okay, you get outside take care of your store. Leave me in the back room here with this guy. Yes, yes, I will. You understand why I called? Yeah, I understand. I'll beat it. All right, you, what goes on? Take a look. The three bars are where they should be. That means the jackpot. Nothing came out. Well, the machine's in here now, and it's such a hit to the jackpot. What? Who's talking to you? Well, I don't see anybody else in here. Keep looking. All right, the machine here is probably stuck. I'll whack it a couple of times. It'll spill. There you are. Thing was jammed up, that's all. This matchbox was stuck in a payoff slot. The coins couldn't come down. Pretty good way of making sure the machine doesn't pay off. Look, you got your dough. It's there on the floor. Now pick it up and beat it. Now keep playing. You pick it up. What did you say? You pick it up. It's your machine. Go on before I get tough. You're going to get tough. And you were going to the cops before, weren't you? Well, little man, you're for me. That's what you... A little rugged, ain't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wait, tight, tough guy. Oh, what happened to you? Oh, what, what did you do to that man? I just knocked him around a little. He'll be okay. Drag him out in the street. When he wakes up, he'll get lost. But his face is... It's all cut up. Little old Betsy did that. My ring. Girlfriend of mine named Millie gave it to me. Now look. Straighten out this room after you bounce that bum out of here. No good to have a joint looking so sloppy. It's bad for business. You sure those cuts on your face don't really bother you, Vance? Oh, not at all, Markham. They're serving a very good cause. I hope. I hope so, too. It looked to me exactly like the cuts on the face of that dead machine expert, Sam, remember? Yes, I do. And I was especially careful to be beaten up by the character who came to investigate the slot machine after I fixed the back of the machine so it would hit the jackpot and then jammed the payoff slot. The pictures we took of your face will be ready any second. Good. Kenton's bringing them in along with the pictures we took of Sam's face. Now, if the cuts are similar... Whoever beat me up beat Sam up and in all probability later killed him. Right. And if he killed Sam, he killed the other three too, Markham. It all ties up in my mind. I know the motivation, everything. Oh, hi. Hello, Kenton. Come in. Ah, I see you have the photographs. Yeah, here they are. Take a look. Let me see them, Martin. Yeah, here they are. I'm not very handsome, am I? <laughs> well, who can tell? Those cuts ain't pretty, I'll tell you that. Kenton, those cuts are beautiful. They most certainly are. They're almost identical with the ones on the picture of Sam. Vance, Sam's killer beat you up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send Sergeant Heath out to pick him up. We can get him through the storekeeper. He has the phone number. Markham, my friend, do me a favor. Yes? Let Sergeant Heath stay wherever he is. What do you mean? I want to go to see this particular individual myself. 
He did a pretty good job on my face when he called on me at the shop. I want to repay that call and the job he did on my face. <laughs> I tell you, Millie, you should have been there. You just should have been there. <laughs> How many times did you hit him? Oh, how do I know how many times? What? I clipped him, he comes back for more. I clip him again, back he comes. But he wound up like all of them do, on a floor. You're my kind of guy, Dave. You really clipped him, didn't you? I guarantee. Don't think I was petting him. You know, Millie, I... Are you expecting anyone, Dave? Ah, the guys who delivered the rest of the slot machine. A little early, but that means they work fast, so who's complaining? My name, fellas. Oh, it's you. Undoubtedly. Well, you liked what you got in the shop. I'm down here for a little more, huh? Happy to oblige you. Dave, is this the guy? Is this the one? Look at his face. Can't you tell? Oh, sure. Sure, Dave. I can tell. Now, suppose both of you listen. Great. First of all, I want you to know who I am. Well, does it matter? I think so. My name is Philo Vance. Oh, you're Vance, huh? Sorry I didn't know that back in the shop. I'd have really worked you over. I'm going to give you another chance. <laughs> Thanks. Well, Dave, be careful of this guy. I am going to... Wait just a moment. I'm going to give you a real reason for taking me apart. Okay, I'll wait. First of all, I know you killed Al Laporte because Al had the slot machine racket sewed up. Listen to the man talk. Then you killed Weeping Willie because he was going to tell the district attorney that you killed Laporte. You did a cute night trick with Willie. Then had to kill the morgue keeper. Yeah? You had a confederate named Sam. He was a slot machine expert. You probably had a run-in with him. That's the reason he's dead. You know, Vance, you sound very convincing. If I didn't know better, I'd begin to believe what you're saying. Because you're being a murderer, Dave. You can't do that. You're not going to let him, are you? You can say that again. Please don't. She said it already. Now, friend Dave, what are you waiting for? No, not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> You got him down, Davy. Break a chair over his head. That's just what I'm going to do. Sorry, my head's very. Look at Dave. You knocked him out, then. Yes, I imagine I I did. You're right. You figured everything right, and you knocked him out. Nobody ever knocked out Big Dave before. He's had it coming for a long time. You beat him, then. Nobody could beat Dave. He beat everybody. I don't understand it. You heard him. Yes, I imagine so. You said before I was right. You know he killed Laporte and the others. Certainly I know it. I even watched him kill Sam. But you beat Dave. Nobody ever did that before. You'd tell the district attorney about Dave? Sure, I'd tell him. Why shouldn't I tell him? Dave ain't the big man anymore. You're the big man, Dan. You beat him. Sure, I'll tell the D.A. anything you want. Thank you. I imagine Markham will be very interested in what you have to say. And I'm quite sure he's also going to want to hear how that dead Laporte's fingerprints were on the knife that killed Weeping Willie. questions is out, Vance. I intend to sit back and be told, and I've waited long enough. <laughs> yes, you have, Markham. But it was worth waiting for, wasn't it? Certainly. Millie's knowledge of Big Dave's criminal activities are all we needed. But how did you get her to talk? That's a long story. Well, let's have it. Well, Millie was on Dave's side as long as he was a big man. When I knocked him out, the one thing she worshipped in the man was gone. Uh-huh. But right now, you're interested in the Laporte fingerprints, aren't you? I most certainly am. Al Laporte was dead when Weeping Willie was stabbed. And Laporte's fingerprints were the only ones on the knife. 
Come on, Vance. Stop holding back. <laughs> All right. Here's what happened. Go ahead. Big Dave went to the morgue on some pretext or other after deciding to kill Willie. He had with him a knife. Yes. When he got to the morgue, he asked the keeper if he could see Al Laporte's body. The keeper let him. He took out the knife, pressed the dead Laporte's fingerprints on the handle, wrapped the knife in a handkerchief, and left. Exactly. Uh-huh. Later, he stabbed Willie, still using the handkerchief, and left the knife to confuse us. He then realized that the morgue keeper could identify him if we figured what happened. And so he returned to kill him, too. Yeah, the rest I know. Yes. Well, this is quite a case, wasn't it, Vance? Four murders all over slot machines with only one killer. At least he's in the middle of our net. And mark him as long as he's in the middle. We're at the end of the jackpot murder case. solving a case the hard way. And there ought to be a way to track down a murderer in the habit of leaving bodies strewn all over town that doesn't involve risking disfigurement. Or death, we should say. Because Dave had committed four murders, and the murder of the morgue keeper was not a real title, by the way, or just something that they made up for the episode. Because that sounds made up. I mean, the, but the killing of the morgue keeper was simply because he hadn't thought through his plan. So I'm not going to let a guy like that use my face as a punching bag. And I don't know why Vance would either. But this was definitely an episode that leaned into the fisticuffs. So nice if you like radio fight scenes. Alright, well, listener comments and feedback now. And I want to thank, first of all, everyone who has sent along their well wishes in light of my decision to go full-time with my podcasting and creative efforts. I couldn't, well, read them all out. But I do want to say I appreciate all of them. I'll be reading some that contains uh, things that I do want to address. Uh, First, uh, we've got this note here from Linda, who emails in. Congratulations on your career move. I'm glad you were able to follow your heart. I have two other comments. Have you ever considered including Cabin B-13 in your future series? I've been listening since the beginning, but I may have forgotten if you've played this series before. And two, I recently discovered your podcast on Audible and enjoy listening to them while I do things outside or around my home. Your other listeners may benefit from knowing your previous series are just a click away. 
I look forward to your new ideas also. Regards, Linda. Well, thank you so much, Linda. First, as to Cabin B-13, I've not played an episode of it. Uh, that series, of course, came from the mind of John Dixon Carr, and it was an anthology series of both mystery and adventure stories. So it, it may be worth revisiting to see if we have any episodes that would work for great detectives or might work as part of the old-time radio adventure podcast will probably be rolling out like sometime season 15 or 16. And I appreciate your highlighting that we have all our past series available. It's not something that I mentioned nearly enough. We've done Richard Diamond, Nightbeat, Poirot, Candy Matson, and a host of a lot of other series. And uh, they're available not just on Audible, but pretty much anywhere we have our podcast posted, whether it's Podbean or Apple Podcast or Spotify. And, of course, we are posting our Volume 1 project, so you can get a feel for the run through the series as if you were listening to it when we were first playing them, which means a far less advanced host, not that I'm super advanced, but these episodes were recorded between 2009 and 2012. And you can listen to those at volume1.greatdetectives.net. Thanks so much for the great email, Linda. Now it is time to thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you so much for your support, Josh. I want to go ahead and thank Joshua. Joshua has been one of our Patreon supporters since June of 2021, currently supporting us at the Shamus level of $4 or more per month. Thanks so much for your support, Joshua. And that will actually do it for today. If you are enjoying this podcast and want to be sure that you never miss an episode, I encourage you to follow us using your favorite podcast software. And uh, I do encourage you also to rate and review us wherever you download your podcast from. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode of Philo Vance, but join us back here tomorrow for yours truly, Johnny Dollar, and the conclusion of this week's serial, where you'll hear... We were shortcutting through the Harbor District when I began to realize that the same car had been behind us ever since we'd left Maria's. It was a low-slung English job, expensive and easy to recognize. Driver. Oui, monsieur? Hit the gas a little harder. See if you can shake that car behind us. Ah, mais oui. The other car picked up speed to match ours and still held the same distance. Hey, try a couple of fast corners. I want to make sure. Yeah? The next place where the street narrows down. Stop fast. Swing crosswise. Block off the road. I want to stop that guy and have a talk with him. Hey, you understand what I mean? Mais oui, monsieur. It's just like in the movies. Yeah, well, something like that. Yeah, there's a place coming up. Let's let's have a go at it. You do not worry. I will do it good. Yeah, I only hope we've seen the same movies. Now, monsieur. I hope you'll be with us then. In the meantime, do send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and check us out on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Great Detectives from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.